Good evening. I'm Paul Drianzo with the headlines. President Joe Biden and former President Donald Trump staged separate trips to the southern border on Thursday, highlighting their dueling positions on the migrant crisis. Trump was in Eagle Pass, Texas. Nice weather, beautiful day, but a very dangerous border. We're going to take care of it. Thank you. President Biden was 300 miles east at a border crossing in Brownsville. He challenged Trump to join him in supporting the Democrats' compromise immigration bill. So here's what I would say to Mr. Trump. Instead of playing politics with this issue, instead of telling members of Congress to block this legislation, join me or I'll join you in telling the Congress to pass this bipartisan border security bill. We can do it together. Biden's bill would establish a fast-track asylum process and would reduce the wait time for asylum seekers in the U.S. from seven years to six months. House Speaker Mike Johnson opposes the bill, saying it would incentivize illegal immigration. And news from the war between Israel and Gaza, the death toll of civilians killed when Israeli forces, including a tank, opened fire as hungry Palestinians swarmed food trucks in northern Gaza has risen to 112. Hundreds more were wounded. A local journalist witnessed the incident. He said Israeli forces fired into peaceful crowds. Israel said its troops had fired warning shots because crowds had threatened troops and the tank was only there to secure the humanitarian corridor. The United Nations Secretary General Antonio Guterres made a statement through a spokesperson. More than 100 people were reportedly killed or injured while seeking life-saving aid. The desperate civilians in Gaza need urgent help, including those in the besieged northern part of Gaza, where the United Nations has not been able to deliver aid for more than a week. On the White House lawn before leaving for Texas, President Biden spoke to reporters. I was on the telephone with the people in the region. I'm still probably not by Monday, but I'm hopeful. In related news, Michigan Representative Rashida Tlaib, the only Palestinian in Congress, held a news conference on the steps of the U.S. Capitol. She defended the 100,000 uncommitted votes in Michigan during the Democratic primary on Tuesday. Don't stay home. Use our democracy to say something to the president. Use it as a way to voice your opinion and show them like where you are right now in regards to support. But, you know, we're not going to go into the backyards of other states and tell them what to do. Tlaib admitted a Biden loss would also be catastrophic. I am incredibly, incredibly uh, scared of a second term of Trump. And I think it's really important to emphasize this. Right now, our democracy is at stake. And I'm asking the president, and I think many of us are saying, you know, change course because you're threatening literally our democracy. In more political news, the United States Supreme Court agreed Wednesday to decide if former President Trump can claim immunity from prosecution in special counsel Jack Smith's election subversion case. The court agreed to expedite the case and hear arguments the week of April 22nd. They rejected Trump's call to block a unanimous lower court case that flatly rejected his immunity claims. And in local news, the New York City Council Housing Committee heard from survivors, the fire department, and other city officials on Thursday discussing several new laws introduced on fire safety. The hearing came two years since the Twin Peaks fire on January 9th, 2022 in the Bronx. 17 people were killed by smoke inhalation in the 19-story building at 181st Street. The following days after January 9, we sat at the mosque and we prayed over 17 caskets. It was in one, it was in two, it was in five, it was in 10, it was 17 caskets that we had to pray over, including young children and babies. The building housed many African immigrants in New York. The fire department said it was caused by a faulty space heater. 
no one should have resorted to space heater to keep themselves and their families warm. And these are the type of situations that have led to many of the fires in our communities, where there's lack of heat, hot water, and other basic necessities that everyone should have in their homes and houses. And the speaker said the rights of the people who lived in that building were violated that day. The residents of 333 East 181 Street and our community at large in the South and West Bronx exist at the intersection of economic disadvantages, anti-blackness, anti-immigrant sentiments, and Islamophobia. Our right to live safely and our right to live safe and dignified lives have been willfully ignored and outright attacked on January 9th. Bronx native and rapper Cardi B paid for the funerals. Paul Durienzo, New York.